This is Understanding Money, and I am Owen McGee. This is a bonus episode. And the reason why it's a bonus episode is because the other episode that dropped this week was all about getting on top of your day-to-day spending. And as part of that, I wanted to give you a real practical example, which is timely and seasonal, which is getting yourself financially prepared for Christmas. But actually, the learnings we learn from this could be applied to holidays or back to school or all the other events that happen once a year. Christmas is just a great example at this time of year. And it is, this is dropping towards the end of November. So it is a fair time to be able to talk about Christmas without getting smacked in the head because you mentioned the word Christmas. So how do you get yourself financially prepared for Christmas? Let's hope you're listening to this at least a month out from Christmas. What I want you to do from now until Christmas and actually right through Christmas and until the kind of second or third of January when everything has settled down or maybe done until little Christmas on the 6th of January or Nulagnamon, is that what it's called? Yeah, Nulagnamon. Get all the way to 6th of January. From now, whatever you're listening to this, all the way to 6th of January. Every time you spend money on Christmas, what I want you to do is I want you to write it down. I want you to write down how much do I spend, what was it, a gift, the extra bit in the grocery shopping, a couple of extra maybe bottles of wine or beers that you bought for the house, the pints you went for with the lads for the unofficial Christmas party, how much did the official Christmas, you know the click and work that you go for pints with the lads but you don't go with everybody, or then the one that you go for the official Christmas party, how much did the taxi home cost you that night? What about friends that you're catching up with? Maybe you're going for wine or dinner or whatever else it is with the girls that you haven't seen since last year and you catch up once a year. I want you to start to catalogue everything that you spend that relates to Christmas that you don't usually spend in a given month. And what you're going to do here is, is by doing this and by keeping an eye on it the whole way through, you're going to have on the 6th of January, the 7th of January, you're going to see exactly how much Christmas cost. And let's just imagine that Christmas cost, let's just keep it as a thousand euros, is all the gifts, nights out, extra groceries, all the extras cost you a thousand euros. From January next year, what you're going to do is you're going to put a hundred euros a month aside. So that at the end of October, 10 months later, you're going to have a thousand euros. And now you are financially prepared for Christmas. It's as simple as that. And if you're not financially prepared for Christmas, what's going to happen is, is you probably have to dip into savings if you're lucky enough to have them. Or what you're going to do is you're going to go to the credit union or the credit card or somewhere else to try and cover the cost. Because Christmas is going to happen anyway. So you need to try and get yourself financially prepared for it. If it's a case that you're saying, I just cannot afford a hundred euros. When it comes to Christmas, if you can't afford 100 euros a month for the next 10 months, well, then what I would say is, is you need to put 50 quid a month. At least you're halfway there and you're borrowing less this time next year or dipping into savings this time next year to a lesser amount than you would have been if you hadn't been prepared at all. If we were sitting here and we were talking about a holiday next July and I was saying you need to put 200 euros a month aside for your holiday next July and you say I can't afford to do it, I'd be saying you can't afford to go on holidays. But you can't cancel Christmas. So let's just try and get ourselves to a position where you save 100 euros a month or whatever your figure is so that you have the cash there to try and do it. But remember, doing anything is better than doing nothing. But that's next Christmas sorted. What about this Christmas? What can you do about this Christmas? We're a month out for Christmas or how many ever many weeks you are. What I want you to do is, is when you're finished this podcast and you've turned off the phone or whatever way you're listening to it, I want you to sit down. The next opportunity you get or give yourself a promise, you'll do it in the next 24 hours. Sit down with a pen and piece of paper. Start to write out the list of people that you want to buy for. If you haven't started buying presents yet, list them out, all the people that you're going to buy. And don't necessarily, you can leave a space for what you're actually going to buy them, but put a number down next to them in terms of 50 euros or 100 euros or 10 euros or whatever it is. But give yourself a limit, not a target, 
a limit to what you're going to spend on that person. And if you've got 50 euros in there and you end up finding the perfect gift for 30, great. You don't have to try and make it to the 50, just stop at the 30. But what you're going to see there is, is once you've added it all up, what will happen is, is you now have a list and you're prepared financially for how much all the gifts are going to cost you. You'll have everyone covered off. You'll know how much it's cost and it's not going to be a surprise for you. And what you need to do is, is you need to get out there and start to buy ticking off that list as soon as you possibly can. There is a risk with shopping early for Christmas. The risk is when you do it, what happens is, is you buy something for Jimmy and you buy it early. And then a couple of weeks later, you start to get the fear and you say, oh, maybe Jimmy doesn't think I love him and I need to get him something else. Don't fall into that. Once Jimmy's ticked off the list, cross him off the list and don't go back to him. You were satisfied then that it was the right thing. And I'm going to be honest with you. Let's face it. Think about yourself. Forget about what Jimmy thinks, but think about yourself. When you get a present off somebody, most of us over the age of seven will say it was actually the thought that counts. And it genuinely is the thought. That person put a huge amount of thought into that gift. It doesn't actually matter what the price of it was. So once Jimmy's crossed off the list, don't go back to him. Don't shop twice. Don't shop early and shop twice. Shop early and shop once. The reason why you want to do your shopping early is because the longer you leave yourself from buying Jimmy's present for him, the more panic shopping you're going to do. The more chance you're going to pick up more than one thing. If you leave it till Christmas Eve to go in and run around town and try and buy your present for Jimmy, it's very unlikely something's going to slap you in the face the minute you walk into the shop and say, that's perfect. So what ends up happening is you start compromising and buying more than you would have if you had done it in a controlled fashion. Get the list out. Start ticking it off. If when you do the list at the start, the number is massive down the bottom corner of the thing once you've totted it all up, well, then you need to adjust today. And that's much better prepared than getting halfway through all your shopping, saying Jimmy is the most important person in my life and I don't have any money left for him. So just be careful about how you prepare yourself. You cannot underestimate the value of you sitting down today with a pen and piece of paper and writing out all the gifts. If you want to keep going from that, start writing down the money you're going to have to spend on the nights out and the extra shopping and everything else and try and guess where it's going to be. But really, you're going to get a better handle on what it's going to turn out financially and what it's going to cost by the 6th of January if you do what I said in the first part of this. The last thing to be very careful about And don't worry, I will be very careful about how I explain this. If you're not the only person listening to this in the room, we can keep going. You're going to be safe. Be careful about what you promise Santa Claus is going to bring. Because you can't talk to Santa Claus. You haven't spoken to Santa Claus directly. And therefore, you can't be sure what Santa Claus can actually deliver. Only Santa Claus knows exactly what Santa Claus can bring. And sometimes a child is expecting something from Santa Claus and Santa just cannot get it. And that child can be very disappointed. Be very careful about what's being promised because Santa Claus, like the rest of us, can only do so much. And if your child is really expecting something and it doesn't come, have them prepared. Maybe tell them that Owen McGee, listen to what Owen McGee had to say. Santa Claus has limits the same way everybody else has limits. And this year is particularly tough on people financially. And what I would say is, is that Christmas is about spending time with all the people around you. And it's about enjoying what presents you do get. And what I would say to you as parents, be really careful about promising your child, particularly on Christmas Day, if there's a bit of upset, that you're going to go out and buy it for them in January. Your child is going to be happy to be spending time around you on Christmas Day. And just give yourself a pinch before you get into Christmas and say to yourself, if Santa Claus doesn't actually deliver on what's hoped for, don't get caught on the hook for it yourself necessarily. If you can afford to do it, great. Santa Claus wasn't able to deliver this time. And if January is the time to get it for them, great. Just be careful what promises you make that are going to come back to bite you in January. Because January 
is a tough enough month financially. Happy Christmas, everybody. Thanks for listening. This was Understanding Money. This was a bonus episode. If you didn't hear the first episode of Getting on Top of Your Day-to-Day Finances, go back and listen to it now. Thank you.